It's the show that everyone asks for. 10 things to do when you have five minutes to spare. So it's okay if our show lasts 15 minutes today? Yes, today it is okay. Cool. So check out this podcast that covers not just how to spend five minutes with campers, but makes five minutes with campers. Plus, this episode comes with a little bit of bonus content right after the sign-off. It's like when you watch a Marvel movie just for the end credits. Yeah, don't skip to the end. It's a good episode, but there's some bonus stuff in there. Thanks for tuning in and making yourself a better camp staff five minutes at a time. You are listening to First Class Counselors. This is First Class Counselors, another innovative podcast brought to you by Camp Hacker. First Class Counselors is dedicated to young and up-and-coming camp mavericks. By equipping and empowering our on-the-ground staff, camp directors can rest easy knowing that our campers are having the true life-changing experience that parents expect. Find our show notes and our blog for camp leaders and professionals at camphacker.tv. Hello, camp pros. This is Oliver Gregan. My pronouns are he, him, and I'm a summer camp professional. And I'm Matt Hansberger. My pronouns are also he, him. I'm the executive producer of podcasting for Go Camp Pro, and you are listening to First Class Counselors. This is a series for the camp directors to give to their counselors as they hire and prepare them for the upcoming summer. And since this is a show all about five-minute brief things, I'll give this to you quick. Great camp counselors equals campers coming back, period. So thanks for tuning in. Here we're going to cover one specific topic and cover the essentials as fast as we can. It's the need to knows. They can't go without. The fundamentals. The basics. And just before we get started, the best thing that you can do to help our podcast reach more camp counselors out there is to tell a friend about the show. If you're a counselor listening to this one, there is no better way to geek out about camp and prepare for the summer than listening to a show and discussing it. And I know some of you out there are directors as well. So you passing this on to your staff members is amazing. We are definitely grateful for that. Thank you for helping us spread the word. So what are we talking about? It's the title of the show. It's 10 ways to spend five minutes with the campers. You need these as a counselor. The days are structured, but there will forever be breaks in times where they are vitally important for camper development. So we are going to take a little extra time to show you a few ways to get more than just five minutes of fun, which is crucially important, by breaking down when to pop out these activities. Thus, we're going to be improving your intentionality and your awareness. Right. And it's not just about filling these five minutes, right? It's about doing it intentionally and uh, making sure you're giving campers what they need. So even though we're going to give you some games, it's not just games that you can do to uh, pump things up in this extra time. Think about what your group needs and program accordingly. And it's really important because these five minutes, if you have a chance to make a memory and you have a chance to do something awesome, why wouldn't you take that opportunity? Why would you settle for just standing there waiting for the next thing to happen. Um, Because if you can go from awesome thing to awesome thing to awesome thing, you keep kids flowing. That limits misbehavior because they're maybe getting bored and doing other stuff or pushing each other. Um, Or 
you are giving them an opportunity to, like I said, make a memory, which is what camp's all about. And the, the cool thing is I have seen from these, some of these five minute activities, it becomes the kid's favorite part of the week. We'll like get to the end of the week and we'll be talking about what we love about camp. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, I loved heads or tails tag. And I was like, okay, we played that literally three minutes while we were waiting to get into lunch, but I'm glad that was your favorite part. And if that's what you take away, that camp is super awesome. Cause you played this game. Then we did our job correctly. That's fine. So uh, don't squander these five minutes. So these tips, these ways to fill five minutes intentionally are going to help you be a first-class counselor. There we go. So I'm going to start us off with trick number one. And I love this game as my one-on-one game. If I know I'm going to be spending about five minutes with a camper and uh, I need to have a good conversation with them or I'm really kind of at a loss... I'll play what I like to call a color off. So it requires a piece of paper and a pencil or a stick and some spot on the ground where you can draw into the dirt. Either one works. And all you're gonna do is draw a line right down the middle. And on the left side is your side and on the right side is your challenger. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna draw a picture of something. It could be anything. It could be a tube of toothpaste, doesn't matter. And on once you have finished, and usually you have to do it a little bit quickly. You don't want to waste too much time because you're going to do multiple rounds here. We're going to have some fun. The challenger, your camper, is then going to draw something that would defeat that tube of toothpaste. Now, off the top of my head, what could beat some toothpaste? Um, I don't know. Maybe like your toothbrush could beat it. Not because like your toothbrush is going to like get rid of the toothpaste. They're typically allies. But if you've ever run out of toothpaste before, you know that you grab the bottom and if you put your toothbrush in there, you can roll up the rest of the toothpaste. So therefore your toothbrush would eliminate the remaining toothpaste that you have, therefore winning. Now, if you can see how this goes, your logic gets very twisted and it. it inspires so much conversation. But here's the kicker. So now that you've played one round of the game, you go into round two, which now means it's my time to draw. But for me, as the person who's up, I now have to beat the toothbrush that beats my toothpaste. So I need to think of something that could eliminate said toothbrush. And I can draw maybe a set of pearly white teeth that are now pearly white because the toothbrush has outlived its usefulness and a new toothbrush would need (laughs) to be purchased because my teeth are now shiny and white and I will require a new brush to continue to shine these pearly whites. Uh, So... And then obviously they would have to beat my teeth, which they might, you know, draw a sugary drink. And it goes on and on until your five minutes is up. But here's the thing. If you can't tell by how weird this conversation is I'm having with myself right now as I'm playing the game in my head, it develops conversation. It has creative thinking into it. And it gives you a special inside joke with that camper maybe later on because you might go back to the cabin and they might, you know, need to defeat their toothpaste. And they know now to defeat their toothpaste, they will need the mighty toothbrush. Uh, so that, and then that can be a nice little joke between you and that camper that all came from this one-on-one conversation. And you can open up with anything. I've had battles with um, Poseidon versus the sun. Mm. And I've had battles with pencils versus paper. I've had battles. I've had the rock, paper, scissors battle before. And it doesn't matter how good your drawing is. As long as you can identify what the person is attempting to draw on the other uh, side, you're a okay great time. So I love this game. I literally will play it anytime I can. 
And uh, for those of you out there who might be having to do digital camp this summer, yeah. I also love this camp, this game for digital camp because you can annotate it on Zoom and yes. you can see people over um, the internet. So you oh, are a digital okay. camper this summer. This is a game for you. I love it. It's a fantastic one. Have a great day. I could end on trick one, but I got four more for you guys yeah. to listen to. Matt, you kick it off with your first one. I don't want it. Like, that's it. I think, I think you just did. I just, I have so many thoughts about this one game. I'll just give you my, my quick hot takes on it. One, you could just do it conversation. You don't need to draw like drawing is great. Cause you get to, you get to draw and that's fun, but you could just do it in a conversation. Also, because I'm like a big, big game guy. I love rules. I love the idea of like theming it like a stationary, like you just office supplies is the theme or like under $5 or only mythical creatures. You could do it or you could not have any rules um, because sometimes it's fun to have no rules as well. Um, and look, the game yeah. can even be elevated. I mean, maybe at the know. end of, at the end of this episode, Oliver, let's, we'll play a game where we have to talk and do a conversation about it. If right, we were, right. we, we just, might forget by the end, but cause I really just want to play and maybe it'd be funny for people to listen. But we'll save it till the end. Save it to the yeah. end. Okay. Thank you. What, okay. What are you playing today, Matt? I am going to play for my five minutes uh, heads or tails or heads or tails tag. I'll give you a two for one because I, like I said in the intro, all of these ideas are based on, you know, you want to know what your campers need uh, in that moment. So this fills their need to play, you know, playing is really important and a game is really helpful for their energy um, and for having fun. So if their need is to play and you assess it, this is a great game uh, along with Oliver's, but this is a great game that you could play. So heads or tails tag is very, very simple. You just need a coin or anything flippable that you can declare one side is heads, one side is tails, whatever you have in your camper bag. It could also be your sandal whatever is a good flipping thing and you show them what heads or tails are and then while the coin sandal whatever is in the air they have to declare heads or tails by either putting their hands on their head or hands on their butts and that would be tails right heads versus tails and then whatever it lands on is the person who is it so if it lands on heads all the heads are going to be it and they have to go and chase the tails so they have to run around with one hand on their head so they know so everyone knows who the people are who are it and then one hand is tagging people um if it's tails one hand on your butt and the other people are running around tagging people like that so it's super fun if you have lots of space if you don't have lots of space or you're doing virtual this is a shout out to the virtual camps out there you can play this game simply by saying, put your hands on your head or tails. You could like, you could just put your hand out as a pretend tail or something like that. And if you are uh, incorrect for the coin flip, then you get eliminated. So either you like turn off your video on zoom or you sit down um, and then it's like a survival game who can win. And I, I can't tell you like this game has been the time where we've been late because it's taken too long because the kids, there's like a showdown between who can win the most games of heads or tails and not even tag literally just the, like, did you pick a coin flip? Right. Um, so it's a great, if you have zero other ideas, keep a coin with you and um, it could work really well for a lot of kids. Yeah, it, it's such a useful game. I know that I've played it myself and I've seen, you know, a crowd of what, 2000 people. We, it was played at ACA Tri-State one year mm -hmm. of 2000 people playing this game, having a blast. So it's a phenomenal one to go to. It's a quarter or just a thing that you can flip that has two sides. Really, right. it you, you can get creative um and have a great time with that one all right i'm gonna give you my second tip and this tip is 
just or my second game for you. And this one is more about buy-in than anything else. So I really want you to focus on that point more than the actual action itself, mm. uh, because the action itself is dependent on you and your cabin. So I call this one practicing for the show. It's taking that five minutes and saying, hey, let's get ready for the talent show or let's get ready for the dance or um, let's get ready for something that we're looking forward to that's happening later in the week that we as a group can prepare for, right? So uh, a lot of the time I like to just have like a dance or a handshake or something cool that my cabin can do that no other cabin will be able to do, right? Mm -hmm. So- yeah. Um, or just something special that we'll do that other cabins will be like, whoa, that cabin did this. Uh, the go-to for this one, if you really, if you can't think of something for the dance, or you can't think of something for um, the talent show, like none of your kids want to get up there on stage and do it. Uh, a good one for this one would be like an appreciation that you can give to somebody later in the week. So it might be like, um, oh, on Friday, we want to make sure that we show the kitchen staff that we really appreciate them. So we're going to make sure that we take five minutes to write thank you cards um, at some point. So I'll have them at the ready, you guys. And then mm. your kids will look forward to, oh, is this the five minutes that we can make thank you cards uh, for the kitchen staff? Or if your campers are the people who like to get out there in front of people and do stuff, it could be coming up with a choreographed dance, um, either to do at the camp dance, uh, or it could be just a flash mob that you plan to do during a random rec time where all your cabins, uh, your uh, cabin mates and campers can come together and do the flash mob dance that you prepared. And if you have no experience doing any type of dancing whatsoever, that is a lie because you can do the hokey pokey, you can do the Macarena, you can do probably the stanky leg, whatever it is, just take dance moves you already know, pile them on top of each other, and you will have a dance that you can easily perfect within the five minutes or yeah. over multiple five minute periods because your kids are getting really excited. They want to practice this dance. They want to be ready for it. And uh, the next thing you know, you will be dancing to a Lady Gaga song on the basketball court doing Vogue, um, <laughs> honoring some amazing musical artists uh, throughout history, which is great. So that is mine. It is for buy-in. I call it practice for the show and nice. just keep it in your back pocket because your kids will not only be excited to do that activity, but when the actual bigger activity comes, they have something they're excited to do. They're buying into it. They're going to be excited for that program. So you're investing not just in them and other cabin, but the entire camp is going to benefit from the work that they're doing. And mm. because they're doing it as a group, they're going to become a tighter knit group for it. So I love this one. Mm. I do it all the time. It's actually probably my go-to for like cabin time. Cause I, I like this kind of stuff. That's awesome. And I, the, like the Fortnite effect is really real here because as soon as Fortnite came out, all of a sudden kids got more comfortable dancing and then TikTok came out right a couple of years after Fortnite. And now dancing is just a norm. I think it's so great. Um, you know, say what you want about Fortnite and about TikTok, but one of the really good things is that I've seen kids just be comfortable dancing right 10 years ago, or when I was a camper, you know, doing like who would floss in front of their cabin, right? Not many, at least not many boys. I think, I think if we want to genderize it a little bit, like I would have never done it, but now like kids of every, gender are flossing in front of each other or doing the different dances that I have no idea how to do. It took me way too long to learn how to floss. I had like a 10 year old taught me how to do it, but, um, but 
I know how to do it, A, and B, I think that's great. So you can give them some leadership as well. So thanks for that, Oliver. I'll, I'm going to follow um, your theme a little bit here for my second tip. And the need might be a good lesson. Maybe you want to fill that time with teaching them something important within those five minutes. And the one thing that I think it would be amazing if we could have every camper walk away from their camp experience would be is that they should never miss an opportunity to help somebody or to help camp or to make the situation that they're in better in some way and to look around and notice who might need help. And as camp staff, what something that we can do is give them some practice doing that. So we could either, you could say, you know, look around camp. Does anything look wrong? Is there anything that we could do to help? And maybe they might notice that there's some garbage laying around or that a staff member is carrying way too many things or that a program is taking a long time to clean up or that, you know, firewood is low for the campfire tonight. Any of those ways are opportunities where they can help in five minutes, right? So you could do a fun little like garbage challenge, pick up the most pieces of garbage. Um, if that, if that's allowed with COVID, um, pick up the most piece of garbage and come hand sanitize your hands so that you're ready to go for the next session. Who can find the most or who can get the best size kindling or, um, fuel for the fire. If we go into the woods and look for some marshmallow sticks, um, maybe we can help the kitchen set the tables. If they need some help, we can go ask somebody if they need help. And if we can teach that, then they'll start being able to do it on their own. And that will make a great future camp counselor as well because as camp directors, that's what we want from our counseling staff and from any camp staff that they can look around and say, oh, this person needs some help or I can make camp a little bit better rather than just standing around and waiting for the next thing to happen. So start that lesson when they're campers. Yeah, I, I love this point too because it's going to give your campers that ability to think ahead of time, right? <laughs> it's going to be, oh, what's evening program tonight? And like you said, Matt, that's going to transfer to when they're a counselor, but it's also just going to transfer to them as an adult as they're growing up so that they can become a better person. And we're all about that camper development here in First Class Counselors. So know that when you're doing something for, you know, both the tips that Matt and I just gave, when you're doing something that is thinking about the future and preparing for it now, you're preparing those campers and you're developing those campers for later in their life. So really as a counselor, think about what kind of things can you do for your campers that causes them to think now about later um, mm. in, a, in a form that doesn't develop anxiety, but develops them the ability to problem solve, to um, know that they have the ability, the confidence to complete those tasks, how to go about completing those tasks. That all comes from those things that Matt and I just talked about, right? Um, the, the ability to practice for something, the willingness to participate in those activities, the acknowledgement of helping others, the forethought, the, the, just that one little set of tricks Matt and I just gave have so much to help camper development. So really do think about those when you're moving into the future. Now I want to start us on to trick number three or tip number three. I like to call yourself a counselor, you are a pacemaker, right? Sometimes you're going to be five minutes late. Sometimes you're going to be five minutes early. Sometimes you're going to be right on time. And I think that if you are the pacemaker or the pace keeper, you're going to want to have a few games in your sleeve for those times where the clock is a little off based off of what you need it to be. Mm -hmm. And I am a huge fan of trail games. We've definitely talked about them on the show uh, multiple times. So I'll try to give you a couple new ones that maybe we haven't talked about in the past. Uh, so that you can use them now. So obviously, if you haven't heard of camouflage, it's one of the funnest games in the world. It's literally hiding behind an object, 
uh, and then you as a counselor just kind of point them out. There's a lot of different variations, like the counselor can't move. You can only hide behind uh, nature objects, right? Part of you always has to be showing. You can throw some adaptations in there, uh, like migration, where you close your eyes again and they have five seconds to move closer. And then you can do like sticky, sticky flypaper and the campers can run and tag your hand uh, to see who is able to be camouflaged the closest, uh, whatever it might be. I just explained camouflage very quickly. So if you want to like, slow down the show (laughs) like go to 0.75 and just listen to that you have a whole program there uh but that's a great one that's always fun some of the other ones that i really enjoy is just simple red light green light right if you say uh pause to everybody right now red light green light and then you can have them go green light and everyone starts sprinting right and that's going to get you down the road a little bit faster or and then you go red light and that stops them so you can catch up to them uh, other great, uh, and this is a great one for controlling that pace, uh, get them there a little bit faster or maybe slow them down a little bit by wasting a little bit of time during it. Uh, <clears throat> it's a personal favorite of mine cause it's so simple and it works really, really well with younger kids. Uh, and, uh, another one might be freeze. This is, you know, you're trying to waste a little time. So you might freeze everybody and then you'll manipulate their body into a certain way. Some people call it mannequins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you could play, uh, Stopping and playing a quick game of ninja is also really great. So you get everybody together and they got to swat at each other's hands from far away, um, <clears throat> which is a which is a personal favorite of mine. I won't go into that one too much. Uh, then uh, another game that I do enjoy playing is just turned over turtles. And that means everybody lays on their back uh, and they got to wave their hands and feet in the air <laughs> until somebody comes to flip the turtle over so that it can continue on its way. It's oh, just a nice funny. little way to waste time. Uh, <clears throat> So those are just a few that are just fun to have, but they control the pace that your group is moving at. And it just gives you an ability to have that control over time management. You can be really intentional about it, uh, about when you're going to be arriving for something. So if you're going to make an entrance, this is a way to do it. That's awesome. Also, don't forget about Acid River or the floor is lava, right? Classic, classic, classic. Great way to... to uh, to set the pace a little bit slower and also like who doesn't love climbing on a stump to get away from the, the acid river. And that's, that's super fun. Acid, like (laughs) the floor is lava and acid river is like one of the most like violent fun games ever. It's like, Hey kids don't fall in the burning lava, but I think it's fun. Yeah. I, uh, I've always called it flash flood, which is still horrendous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something bad. Um, yeah. Camp has a lot of like secretly hidden things. Like, um, for all of our listeners real quick, uh, go through all the camp songs you can think of in your head and tell me which ones don't end in tragedy or just start in tragedy yeah. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah. You know, like their song about their songs about dead moose, um, yeah. Captain Jack with princess Pat, he's yeah. his, his boat sank, right? There's a lot of, you know, not great things that happen in camp songs. So, uh, something to think about. We're, we're probably really dark people, just secret, secret. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot that, yeah. The song that's that's funny. Shout out to problematic camp songs. Let's, <laughs> yeah, uh, write your uh, own camp song. That's a great five minute filler. Make it less controversial than a lot of the mutter yeah, out there. <laughs> make it make it happy. Um, Matt, what's your third trick? 
Yes. Uh, so the my the need here that we're looking to fill, we're not filling time, we're filling a need here, um, is that maybe your campers need to get to know each other a little bit better. Maybe it's early in the week or your cabin's not vibing like you feel like they should. Um, so having some conversation starters or reflection questions on the day um, is a great way to, uh, you, you can always send campers off in pairs just to chat with each other and make some intentional conversation because that's going to, again, be a useful skill for the rest of their lives. You can play on the bus, off the bus. So if you've never done that before, the campers all line up, which is great for just getting them into a line if that's what they need to be in for the next activity anyway. Um, but then you can say, okay, so you travel around in a straight line, make funny bus sounds, or just stand still in a straight line. And you say, okay, you're going to get off the bus on this side if you uh, like uh, ice cream or get off on the bus on this side if you like uh, sherbet. I don't know. That might be an advanced question, but you can, there's a ton of like this or that questions. You can find them online. I'll put them in the show notes that, that they can decide. And then it's kind of cool to see why campers chose certain sides of the bus for that. Um, the other thing, if you want to do some like team building, here's a really quick game. Um, it's very simple. It's count to 10, get your campers in a circle and they as a cabin have to count to 10. But the rule is that no person can say two numbers in a row and no, they can't without any pre-planning, they can't say two numbers at once. So, you know, in a circle of eight kids, you have to figure out the timing to go one, somebody else says two, but then if two people say three at the same times, you do like a celebration because making mistakes is a, a celebration. It's, a, it's okay to make mistakes. You go, woo, and then you restart one, two, three, and you don't have to get to 10. You could just keep going to see what record you get. And I've seen that game last all week. So curious conversations, partner reflections, on the bus, off the bus, team challenge, like count to 10, all great ways for kids to get to know each other and work together all in five minutes. There we go. All right. I'm going into my trick number four. And uh, this is for when your kids have a lot of energy, right? And you're just trying to calm them down a little bit. Um, I, you can play multitudes of different tag games, running games, um, fetch, whatever you'd like. But I also think that sometimes you as a counselor can just pour into something that you really care about that might be physically active. For me, that's been, I'm someone who came, comes from a football background, so I would do mini workouts, right? Uh, and I also have seen counselors who maybe come from a military background uh, uh, where like working out is a, is a big thing. The one line you got to make sure that you don't cross here is that you are not crossing the line that this is a punishment for your campers. Like you guys are too much energy, so we're all going to do push-ups, right? That's not how it goes. Uh, you just maybe it's you pretend it's like a trail game and you call everyone to order and you say all right um all right campers we're going to be doing 25 uh jumping jacks 10 push-ups and 15 squat jumps and i'm gonna do them with you ready let's go and you go from right this moment of like severe chaos to like now your drill sergeant or your coach's voice and like something just triggers in your campers heads to be like oh it's attention, right? Like it's time mm -hmm. to go. Um, in fact, attention is the word you can use to get them to come and do this five minutes of attention, right? And uh, you can get, you can do these little mini workouts. And if your campers are really into them, which I've had one or two cabins that have gotten maybe a little too intense into these little <laughs> workouts, sometimes they like want you to time them. So like you do the same workout and they do like a wad, <laughs> a workout of the day. So yeah. it's like, all right, it's the 25 push ups, 10 squats and uh, 10 push-ups. 
Let's see shout if we can do it in a minute and 25 seconds. Ready, go. And shout, out to, the- shout out to CrossFit camps out there. Yeah, shout out <laughs> to the CrossFit camps. If you're running a sports camp, this is fantastic. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, it's it's just so strange. This is one of those ones where like if you buy into it and it's something you care about and you do, like if you're that counselor who is somebody who like does care about fitness and this is your thing, like this will work for you. Yeah. Um, if you are maybe not the person to wear like a mini workout is the thing, then flip it. Like, are you the person who is like a singer? Right. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea here is you're trying to get energy out. So instead of having them do a mini workout, have them belt the loudest song you can think of, like the Celine Dion's my heart will go on. So they have to hold one of those notes for as long as they can and scream it as loud as they can. Or maybe they do a head rocking, like death metal singing, <laughs> Uh, so they all go super, super crazy for like five minutes, but it's just, the whole idea here is it's an energy blast. It's a mini workout. It's a mini rock concert. It's a mini dance party. You are just going to do something with the highest intensity that you can for, you know, five minutes. Sometimes you only need to do it for like a minute and it works. Um, yeah. yep. but it's that whole idea of getting that energy out of the campers. Um, when you, you really kind of just need the energy out of there. On the flip side, I've also just done this to get people awake, right? Mm. Like um, I had a cabin of boys once where this is what woke them up in the morning was like, we would be waiting on the porch and there'd be, you know, one camper who's still trying to get ready and we're standing there waiting and we're like, all right, well, none of us really want to wake up right now. So, um, all right, everyone, let's, let's, let's do 15 pushups. Ready? Go. <laughs> and then when you like, everyone gets up they're like, oh, all right, cool. Like I'm much more ready for the day. That was like the jolt of coffee that I needed. That's not actually coffee. So, right. Um, so no, I, I, love, I, love- I think that's awesome. You know, two things that that stick out with me, you said, you know, if they're doing a workout or something like that, do it with them. That changes it from like a drill sergeant directing them to like, we're going to do it. And, you know, I would like, don't make them do it unless it, that's like part of your culture at, at camp. You know, this is an option for them to do those things, but it's fun for them to do something like that. And another way that you can get some camper buy-in too is let them be a leader. If you have five minutes and you have 10 campers, that means every camper gets 30 seconds to lead a mini workout. And then you just play follow the leader, right? So maybe Timmy's going to do some uh, some push-ups, then Tabitha is going to jump in with some jumping jacks. And then you have a little great mini CrossFit session, uh, but it's completely run by the campers. And and you are, again, doing it with them. I think that's that's really, really important. Yeah. Uh, um, anything else on that, Oliver? No, no, that's that's it. I I got one trick up my sleeve, but you got you you got a few you gotta send. Yes, to your, your yes, room. okay. Number four, um, I think this could be a cool opportunity with older kids, um, and that is to the need is they might need some self care in that time, and they might need some autonomy, some opportunity to make a decision for themselves. So I wonder what the um, I wonder what it would be like to say, okay, you have five minutes and these are your options. If you feel like you need a rest, lay in the grass. If you feel like to need, if you feel like you need to get some energy out, you're going to run to that cabin and run back. Um, if you feel like you need to chat with a friend, you can chat with a friend and I'll give you the one minute warning when those five minutes are up and you do, you do what you need to do in this time. And that takes a little bit of trust, right? There's some ages of kids that aren't going to be able to handle that. But if you have teen campers or, you know, um, a couple of like preteen campers, I think this is a great option for 
for them to build their own camp experience a little bit too, and not just rely on you to be the be all and end all. Um, and then, you know, choose to give them some of those, giving them some examples is just helpful for them. You might not need to say like lay in the grass, but it is kind of fun to say, okay, you get three choices, one lay in the grass, two chat with a friend, three run to that cabin and back. Um, or go high five as many people as you can in the next in the next five minutes. Um, so giving them some autonomy with that, I think, can be really helpful um, because that five minutes then is a break from you telling them what to do or for some, from somebody telling them what to do, um, which I think is important for kids because we tell them what to do a lot at camp. And I think it's important to have a break from that in a in a structured and safe way as well. No, yeah, that's perfect. I, I love that you get to kind of ask them too, like, what do you need right now? And they're allowed to make that decision on their own, right? Um, that That's such an important part. Um, going on to trick number five for me is make sure that you can work in some inspiration into these five minutes. Uh, this one that I'm going to be talking about right now, it might not always take up five minutes the first time you do it. It might, but it's to inspire them And that I think is really important. If you have not had the chance to hop onto TED and listen to Rita Pearson, uh, she has a uh, TED talk called Every Kid Needs a Champion. And I cry every single time I listen to it. I laugh as well. She is hilarious. Um, But it inspires me as a camp person, right, who works with kids. Uh, but also there are things in there that are so vitally important for you to understand about inspiring kids because she talks about being a champion for them and what it takes to do that and how to go about doing it. And I think she talks for maybe a total of nine minutes, but there are more lessons in that nine minutes when you break down every sentence she says, uh, that could, could be a college class, right? Like inspiring kids like 501 or whatever it is like it, it's, <laughs> it would be advanced inspiration is what it is but the thing that i would take away from her uh speech every time and i probably talked about this on the show but i'm going to go really into it is having that mantra for your cabin and i wrote down what she said uh, and how she did it in her classroom so every time she would have her kids come into class uh, not only would they probably do like the Pledge of Allegiance or whatever we do in American schools nowadays, but she wanted to make sure that they knew how powerful they were as a person. So her kids were taught to say this, and I really want you to hear it. It is, I am somebody. I was somebody when I came in and I'll be a better somebody when I leave. I am powerful. I am strong. I deserve the education that I get here. I have things to do, people to impress and places to go. And it's- Ooh. And if you are a kid saying that, think about how empowering that is for you. And if you are a counselor who can have something like that in your cabin, think about how powerful your cabin will feel, right? And you can even say that, just switch the word. I deserve this experience that I get here at camp and I have things to do, people to impress and places to go. Boom, you have it for camp. And it's so easy. Um, And to have that inspiration, you can have your campers write it themselves. Like you can take that first night or second night of camp and say, hey, I want us to write something that we say every day that inspires us to keep getting better every day or Mm. whatever it might be that you think your cabin really needs. And if or if not, just say, hey, on the first night of camp, just be like, hey, everybody, I want us all to be able to say this. 
And whenever I ask for it, we need to be able to like right there on the spot. This is the most important thing we're going to do at camp the entire time we're here. And, it's, and just repeat after me and memorize it yourself. I, it's so powerful. I, I, I haven't had a chance to do it with a cabin because I was a little older the first time I saw this and didn't have a cabin group. But if I'm ever with a camper one-on-one, this mm. is something that I'll say with them so that they can say it back to me. And when we leave that little conversation, they're a little bit more inspired and they might have trouble remembering it the next time I come up to them, but I'll say it and we'll repeat it again. And it's just that thing that we can keep going back to having that mantra. Uh, and it's going to take those little tiny five minute times and it's going to be, and that could be how you start five minute, you know, that five minute time. It's just saying, I am somebody, I was somebody when I came here, I'm a better, I'll be a better somebody when I leave. I am powerful. I am strong. I deserve the experience that I get here. I have things to do, people to impress and places to go. And then you're going to be a better counselor for it. And they're going to become a better camper. Amazing. Oh, that's cool. I can't wait to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. So, uh, oh, we'll make sure. Not seen it. I know, I know, I know. I will watch it right after this. I promise. I'm going to, I'm going to sit here <laughs> while I watch it. You watch it. Um, that's great. We'll, we'll also link it in the show notes for you to check out. So, um, just so that Oliver doesn't get mad at you in the middle of a podcast, uh, for not watching it. So yeah, if you watch it, <laughs> message me, we'll give a contact at the end, message me and uh, I'll be so happy and, um, it will make my day. You'll make somebody's day. I love it. Okay. I will give a last one. It's just a very quick tip that something that I've done before that worked out really well um, was that you, when you like call the signal, you start a week long story. And every time you call that signal, you continue the story and you can play it like either one word story where every camper gets to add a word to it, or maybe it's like a sentence. So, you know, you decide in your first cabin time when you have a little bit more than five minutes, or maybe this is just part of the five minute. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but you decide on like who your characters are, what the setting is, um, what the goal of the the character is and maybe where they're starting in rel in like comparison to that goal. And then you just start that story and tell and tell it. And maybe there's only a few group of kids that are really into that, but I guarantee you that'll be really special when by the, you know, the second last day of camp, this character has like a huge arc and there's a part two. Uh, it got so popular with a group of kids that I was uh, doing it with that they wrote their own like little comic strip about it, uh, which I thought was really neat. And, you know, we, and they came back to camp the next summer and they told me, you know, they asked if they could continue the story. And I said, well, you could have just, you know, done it when you're at home. And they said, no, 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 we want to do it together. And I was like, that, that is amazing. These like, you know, 11 year old boys who, you know, all the, sometimes all they're giving credit for is that they like to run around and be wild. They had these like beautiful, creative minds, um, to do that storytelling. So I think that's a, that's a neat activity that you should give a try, give it a try when you have five minutes. All right. That one is amazing. I think, I think I know an improv game, but the fact that they were able to keep it up the whole time they were there, right. I'm just imagining like all of a sudden you're just walking with your campers and you just go, um, beach house, broken sailboats, action. And right. <laughs> and they just start right there in the middle of the street. Like, a you know, Jim, your, your, your camper, Jimmy, all of a sudden just becomes James and he has a British accent. That's not that great. Cause he's a 10 year old kid, but he's still like going like, Oh no, all sailboat is broken. I don't know what to fix it. 
sorry to every single <laughs> British person who just heard to hear that. But I, I am inspired. We just, we just lost the, we just lost the European audience of the podcast. Come back, I'm, please, someday <laughs> when you're, when you want. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> No, but that's great. I, I love it. If you have campers that are, and you can like teach them those improv skills throughout the week too. I love, I love just like, just, you know, the signal for the story is like, you just shout out those things and they work with it. I love it. Very cool. Oh, it's such a cool, cool game. And it, and it runs. I love that it keeps going and going and going and it just mm -hmm. makes you excited. You And just make sure, I guess that you end it on the high point, like a cliffhanger, right? You know? Um, you could just come in and be like, the dagger board is missing. And you're like, right. oh, cut, right? And then you come back. <laughs> uh, roll credits. I like roll it. Credits. Um, so with that being said, that is all of our tips for today. And typically we'd be going into our eggle, our ever-growing, ever-learning, but everything we just gave you is an eggle today. It was our eggle episode, essentially. That's so right. I, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you are looking for more Eggles, we'd love to give them. You can just reach out and contact us. Um, and Matt, how would we how how would we have somebody reach out and contact you if they're looking for more Eggles or just more camp stuff? Yes, more camp stuff, more Eggles, more podcasts, more camp is better for sure. You can find me at Matt M A T T at gocamp.pro. That's my email. Uh, it's the best way to get in touch with me. And uh, thank you. I've had a couple people email uh, me in the past couple weeks saying that they've appreciated the shows. Uh, shout out to everyone on YouTube who has dropped a comment. Um, and uh, as always, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast because then we'll know what you're liking. Uh, so yes, Matt at gocamp.pro. Oliver, how about you? Uh, you can get a hold of me at oliver.gregan.scd at gmail.com. And I would love to get some emails from you guys so that we can uh, talk camp. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but if you did enjoy today's show, we'd be so grateful if you left us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Your ratings and reviews not only tell us what you like and don't like about the show, but it helps boost our rankings and helps more people discover the show. Yes, and don't forget that you can find all of our show notes. We talked about uh, the Oliver's amazing TED Talk that uh, that he shared and with some conversation starters and some other stuff. Those will all be in the show notes at gocamp.pro slash FCC. Uh, there's great stuff there, and you can find out about all the other camp podcasts that GoCamp Pro has to offer. All right, Matt and I have to go do a color off and watch Rita Pearson on TED Talks. But for now, thanks for listening, friends. And remember, camp is camp and camp's all good. First Class Counselors is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening, friends. Hey, camp pros. We love that our industry is built on sharing. In order to foster that spirit, if you've gotten even one good idea from a GoCamp Pro podcast, masterclass, from the Summer Camp Professionals Group, a conference, or wherever else, we ask that you give credit where credit is due. That way, it'll encourage camp pros to keep freely sharing their ideas and make the camp industry as a whole better. All right. Are you still listening out there, folks? Because it's time for some bonus content. We don't do this often. It's time for a color off. So, Oliver, let's let's do it verbally, I suppose. Or okay. like, should, should I get my notebook out? Like, are we actually going to color for maybe uh, the, for the YouTube watchers out there? I don't have anything within reach real quick to, to draw with. So okay, that's I, fine. We'll, we'll do it verbally. Sounds good. Okay. Do you want to start? So... I mean, let's just start and we'll see how long we can go. I have a timer going like 
two minutes. All right, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to start with a coffee cup. Oh, it's okay. And it's what beats a coffee cup? Yeah, you got to beat a coffee cup. And you got to kind of like explain your reasoning. Yeah, yeah. So, so the coffee cups in my cupboard are like one shelf below the travel mugs, all the, you know, the camp travel mugs that you have. And I've, and the, the shelves are made of glass. So the coffee cups, I feel like are constantly looking up at the far superior travel mugs because they keep the coffee like hotter for longer. They can usually hold more than a cup of coffee and um, they just don't get you the coffee cups, I think are kind of lonely. So a travel mug beats a coffee cup. Okay. Well, I will raise your uh, coffee, your travel, traveling coffee cup um, by the almighty camp property, um, which it will most definitely, no doubt about it, for all the camp pros listening, get lost on. Oh, so I mean, I think you jumped from coffee cup to camp property. Oh, so, welcome to a so color what, off. What, welcome okay, to so the have, color off. Okay, okay. I'm going to go in the other direction. I'm going to go really minuscule. I'm going to draw a little tiny lice. That that one that one lice can just take over a camp property and it completely disrupts uh, things. So what? So yeah. So I, I raise your camp property with um, one lice on a camper's head that likes to share their hat. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna raise it with just simply trying to get out of this as quick as I can. A lice comb. So just you know, gonna comb them out. Get get rid of that lice. Get out of the hair. Oh, I like it. Okay. I raise uh, your lice comb with, um, Ooh, I raise your lice comb with like that drawer in the, in the camp medical station that nobody wants to go in because it's just full of all like the random stuff. So that lice comb is like sitting next to band-aid wrappers, uh, like empty spools of like gauze tape and stuff like that. So I raise you a messy camp junk drawer. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to raise you. I'm pulling in a brand new camp director who comes through and says, we can't have this drawer anymore. It's done. I can't do it. It's gone. Oh, I love it. Uh, and I will raise you a first class counselor because I think I'm just going to win it with this one. I'll raise you a first class counselor that is such a keener and has listened to so many episodes of first class counselors that they just want to share with the director all the time and they take up all of the camp director's time so they don't have time to clean that that gross drawer. <laughs> I will let you win on the, on the <laughs> note that is a first class counselor because you listen to our podcast. That means you're undefeatable. You're the greatest there can be. Um, but you did make me think of Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Amy gets an Amy. If anybody ever watched that show, it's great. So, That's right. Uh, but yeah, there's our color off. Shout out, shout out well, to everyone who listens to the end of the podcast. I'll give this one to uh, my friend Royaz. That's her camp name. I think she might listen to Ted. Uh, maybe you might listen, Ted, my good friend. Um, thanks to everyone who listens all the way through. If you made it this far, send me an email uh, with um, the uh, with a book emoji, and I'll send you something special in return. How about that? There we go. Well, uh, I don't know. Do I sign off again? I maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just fade to black. Just fade to black. Just we'll roll the music right now. It'll fade in and our voices will just fade out.